This is the message from Connection Community Church for Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2022. For unto us a child is born, proclaim. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas here in the sanctuary, there at home, wherever you may be. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, For unto us a child is born. That's been our theme through this Advent season. Tonight we uh, bring that to a close. And our uh, focus is on proclamation, proclaim. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who've been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are so honored that you took time out to be here. Those of you in person and those of you online, we are one church, many locations. And it's just wonderful to be together. Okay, how about those guys and the two greeters out at the front door that stood out in the cold to say hello to you? Oh my goodness, they were fabulous. So we have the best church, best church. All right, I'd like to pray. Almighty God, thank you so much for today. And we're grateful to be together tonight to celebrate your birth. Lord, we don't even have words that convey what this means to us. And we're grateful that you came down from heaven, God incarnate, Jesus Christ. Settle us in wherever we are. May we have um, laser focus on you right now. I pray this in Jesus' name. Everybody agreed and said, amen. Amen, amen. Okay, so I want you to stop and uh, think for a minute. What was the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten? All right, Best call it Christmas out. Best Christmas gift you've ever gotten. Oh, Addison said Disney World. That was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a good time. Who else? A puppy? Did somebody say a puppy? Oh, the, I wouldn't be surprised that you would say that, Andrea. A puppy. Yes. Xbox. I'm sure that you're not alone in the Xbox, Davis. Way back, Missy. Barbie's dreamboat. I was going to say that. <laughs> Do you know, I just thought of one of my Uh-oh. favorites. And this will... This will date you. I'm a, <laughs> Chatty Cathy. Yes! Are you with me on that? Yes! Oh, my gosh. Where, one time, my Chatty Cathy, something happened and with her yeah. string, and she went to the doll hospital. Yeah. Did they fix her? Yes. Anybody, is there an engagement ring in the house? A, a good, great Christmas gift? Anybody? Oh, Susan. There we go. Good job, Jason. Uh, well, see, right. a, it, it, takes, it cuts his need for a gift. He, you know, he doesn't have to do two. Uh, smart. That's smart. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you know, the thing about that greatest gift, did you just have to tell somebody? You know what I'm saying? You, you, usually with a gift like that, you just got to share it. You can't keep it to yourself. You know, it's just too good. You maybe have to tell them, call them, email them, text them, whatever it might be. Of course, for most of us, that wasn't the case because we didn't have all those means. We had to either phone them or talk. But anyway, you just had to tell. And that's the nature oftentimes of a great gift. You just have to share it with somebody. Amen? Amen. Amen. And that isn't just you, and that isn't just today. 
It's been like that for a really, really long time. In fact, that's what we're talking about this evening. We're talking about pro proclamation, proclaiming what is good, what is the good news. I'd like to read Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 12. This is the New International Version of Scripture. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Mm. You know, it's kind of ironic when you think about it that the shepherds were the first ones to hear the good news of the birth of Jesus Christ. I mean, shepherds were looked down upon by the orthodox people of the day as they were unable to keep those details of the ceremonial law, keeping clean, washing their hands as frequently as they had to all the rules and regulations. It was virtually impossible. Their flocks made constant demands on them. But God, God had a special place for shepherds in the history of Israel. Among, among others, there was Moses, there was Abraham, and, and, and let's not forget, it was David who tended the sheep as a boy. It was David who wrote in the Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I, I, I shall not want. There's a commentator, his name is William Barclay, and he talked about the shepherds. He points out that there's a good possibility that the shepherds in the field that night had an extra special place as well. Now that place happened to possibly be near the temple because in the temple there was sacrificial lambs twice a day. And they, there needed to be a regular supply of lambs close by. And so these, there were flocks that were pastured very right there in Bethlehem. It's very likely that these shepherds were overseeing those particular flocks which the temple sacrifices were chosen from. As Barclay shares, it is a lovely thought it is a lovely thought that the shepherds who looked after the temple lambs were the first to see the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Mm. Now these shepherds were, I picture them as kind of weathered, grizzly, grizzled characters who were tough as nails. They were responsible for the sheep in their care and they did whatever they had to do to protect them, to, to save them, to nurture them back to health when they were injured. And that included taking on lions and bears and anything else that, that, that endangered these woolly creatures. These shepherds were, were settling down for the night when an angel of the Lord appeared. And then the glory of the Lord shone around them. Mm. The glory of the Lord, the manifestation of God's very presence. Something 
of a visible glimpse of the invisible God. If you can imagine that, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, they must have, it must have really been something because when it happened, it induced terror. Terror in these hardened caretakers of the sheep. Well, the angel's purpose was not to cause fear. It was not to cause terror, not at all. Their purpose was to share a message. Remember, the angel said that they're bringing good news that will cause great joy. And so what is that good news? Well, the good news that a Savior would be born for all people. Say all people. All people. All people. Not a few. Not some. But all people. And that would bring great joy. That does bring great joy. And that happened in the town of David the, in Bethlehem. And that's where the Messiah, the Lord, was born. And the angel also said that there would be a sign. So what was the sign? The sign was a baby. A baby wrapped in claws lying in a manger. Not born to a king not raised in a palace, but born to a carpenter and placed in a manger, unassuming, humble. Hmm. We read from Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. This is the New International Version. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. And so we have a choir, a choir made up of the heavenly host, God's angels, and it filled the night sky. They were praising and glorifying God in heaven and on earth, offering peace to those on whom God's favor rested. And it was the shepherds these lowly shepherds, these looked down upon shepherds that vilified elite, esteemed by God, vilified by the elite, esteemed by God, shepherds who were privy to this open-air celebration from these celestial messengers. Can you begin to imagine that? The night sky filled with a company of angels Hard to picture, isn't it? But that's what happened. Luke chapter 2, verse 15. When the angels left them, and, and when, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem to see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Mm. You know, the things that returned to normal as quickly as it erupted in this sky-filled celebration, things go back to normal? Well, no, not at all. There's nothing normal after that event. Now there's a new normal because a Savior is born and everything is different. Everything. You know, I often wonder, what about the sheep that night? What did they do with the sheep? Did you ever think about that? When the, when the shepherds went to the manger, 
did they take them with them? Now, that would have been a challenge because unlike your home nativity scene where you have two or three little sheep, they had a lot more sheep than that. That would have been crowded in that, in that, in that, uh, in that manger scene. It would have been kind of crowded, I think. Did, did the shepherds, did some of them go, some get left behind to watch the sheep? And how did they decide who? Seniority? Rock, paper, scissors? I mean, there, there had to be something. Or did they just leave, abandon the sheep? They were so caught up, hoping they would, the sheep would stay put. Maybe God will take care of them while they, they went to see this glorious sight. <laughs> the thing is, it doesn't tell us, does it? We're, we're, we're not told. And the reason is because that's not what was important that night, was it? That, that's not the message that night. What was important was this baby. This baby that was born after all the waiting, the hundreds of years of waiting, the, the child is finally here in a stable, surrounded by animals, wrapped in linen cloths, placed in a, a manger, a, a feeding trough for the animals, not a palace, a stable, a manger. This child, Emmanuel, Son of God, light of the world, the anointed one, the Messiah, the Christ, the hope and Savior of humankind. In a word, Jesus. Jesus. Beginning at verse 16. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds could not wait to see this king that had come, Jesus, the birth of Jesus, and they couldn't keep it to themselves. They hurried off, they went from the field, and they saw the baby in the manger. They found Mary, they found Joseph, and then that's all we're told about with these shepherds. It's like the shepherds, that's the end of that part. Wow. But they were the very first visitors. And what they, they saw that day, that night, was just too good to keep to themselves. The baby wrapped in swaddling claws. The Messiah. The Lord. The Lord, the baby was Jesus. And so what did they do? They proceeded to spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. Their job was to proclaim, to publicly proclaim, to praise and glorify the Lord. And all who shared, all who heard what they said, they were amazed now, were they amazed because it was the shepherds that were sharing it? Or were they amazed at what the message itself was? Probably a little bit of both. Because people were probably very surprised that the shepherds were the ones to share the news. And it's news that people had been waiting for for a long time. Hundreds of years Long, long time. It had been prophesied 
for many, many years. They were waiting for a Messiah. And the Messiah finally came. And the shepherds, the low on the socioeconomic totem pole shepherds, they were the ones who were chosen to share, to proclaim. No wonder people were so amazed, both at who it was and what they were saying. Luke chapter 2, 19 and 20. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. The, the, the shepherds glorified and praised God. Everything turned out just as they had been told it would. And so, the question for us here tonight is, what's that got to do with us, with you and me here tonight, 4744 <laughs> Summit Bridge Road, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve Eve? <laughs> what's that got to do with us? Well, first of all, we hope beyond hope that you too are amazed. That you too are full of awe and wonder. You know, sometimes it, 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 we think, well, I, you know, this, I'm 68 years old. I've had a lot of Christmases. I'm, st I'm still in awe and wonder when this night comes. J just as those who first heard the shepherds we hope you are in awe and amazement, whether for the first time or once again. And you consider the birth of the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the birth of the Christ. You know, this story never gets old, does it? The story never gets old. It's such a glorious story. Never gets stale. How it had been prophesied centuries before, over 300 prophecies that it would happen as it did, that it would come to pass, and it did. <laughs> in that little town of Bethlehem, away in a manger. <laughs> yeah. And from the meager, humble, unassuming start, all of creation was turned upside down, inside out, as the saving grace of Jesus Christ transformed the world, changing your life and mine, offering us the gift of salvation, unearned, certainly not deserved, a gift, pure and simple, <laughs> the greatest gift you'll ever receive. And it's for us to, all we can do is accept it. And in response, as a way of saying thank you, live our lives accordingly. Yeah. What does it have to do with us? Well, like the shepherds, we're called to proclaim as well. And that probably doesn't mean standing out on the corner with a sign, although it might. <laughs> but it would mean to model Jesus, wherever we are, what is your mission field? Where is your mission field? How can you proclaim? You may use words, but actions often speak louder than words. How can you proclaim? 
you know, to proclaim the one who brings us life and life to the full, to proclaim the one who came knowing that he would die. Can you imagine as Jesus was growing up, he knew his purpose? Think about it. When he was 12 years old, he was found in in the um, temple, and he says, you know, this is my father's house. He knew what his purpose was, that he would come to save us from ourselves. He came for the sins of the world. He's here for each one of us, the hurting to heal the hurting, to bandage the broken. He's here to walk with the wounded. We're all wounded in one way or another, or we have been. And he's here for that purpose, for that reason, to salvage the suffering in our lives. He's here for you and me. He's here to forgive us for what we have done. He came to reconcile us to him, and to bring us into right relationship with him. And here's the good news. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His grace is enough. And so tonight, we proclaim that in the town of David, uh, Bethlehem, a Savior has been born, and he is the Messiah he is the Lord. Jesus Christ is born. That's what we celebrate tonight. That's the good news. Let's believe it. Let's live it. Let's proclaim it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, tonight is set apart from all other nights. And so we thank you and we praise you for tonight. We thank you for what you've done for us and what you will do. We thank you for your love and your grace. God, help us align ourselves to you. Thank you for helping us be in right relationship with you, for saving us, for forgiving us. Help us share that grace and that mercy with others. We thank you, Lord, for this night set apart from all other nights. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers.